How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back making our Week 15 picks in Chicago Bears versus Minnesota Vikings, December 20th, 12 o'clock p.m. Central Time kickoff. The 6-7 and seven Bears will head to U.S. Bank Stadium to face the 6-7 and seven Vikings. It's going to be a good one with a lot of playoff implications on the line. So let's get right into it. I am your host, Chris Malpe, today to talk about this matchup in its full length. I am joined by my co-host to the right of me, Parth Shaw. Parth, how's it going, buddy? Doing pretty good. Just watching a lot of football today, you know. Lots of I college see you football. keep looking back because you like seeing Notre Dame get absolutely torched. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. It's nice to see Notre Dame get absolutely torched. Hopefully, that kicks them out of the playoffs. We'll find out tomorrow. I'm interested to see. Indiana's where. not making it. I don't know if it's you not, have like, some make it. reality um, that I use somehow getting in. We got a New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, that's probably the most we can get out of this. But you know, hoping for a good bowl game at the end of the day. Yeah, and my Iowa Hawkeyes are top 15 too, so they should get a good bowl game themselves. But we're here to talk about professional football today, not college football. So let's get right into it. A huge game tomorrow. Uh, the Bears seek their third straight road win versus the Vikings. Uh, ESPN's matchup predictor is going to give the Bears a 40.3% chance to win. The Vikings with a 59.4% chance. Let's take a look at the injury report before we hop into anything else. For the Bears, Jimmy Graham and Khalil Mack are questionable. Jalen Johnson and Deion Bush, both dealing with injuries, have been downgraded to out. And Buster Screen, still dealing with a concussion, is out. For the Minnesota Vikings, cornerback Chris Boyd, someone who I always want to play against the Bears, has been put on injured reserve. Kyle Rudolph is out. Their uh, running back, Alexander Madison, uh, is doubtful, I guess, because he was questionable and then downgraded to out. But uh, I'm not sure whether or not he'll play because ESPN still says questionable. And then a big one for them, um, Eric Kendricks, they're easily the best player on their defense, in my opinion, other than the two safeties, is out. Um, taking a look at the pick center, uh, the Vikings are favored by three points in this one. The over-under for the game is set at 47. If you guys don't know how our pregame shows work, we take a look at the offense and the defense of the opposing team. We talk about some key matchups in the game. On a normal week, we would answer your guys' questions, but we did skip that segment this week, so we're going to be talking about our three key matchups and then heading into our Week 15 picks. Parth, let's start with Minnesota's offense. They have scored 25.6 points per game, averaging 400 yards per game. Kirk Cousins with 253.7 passing yards per game. It's been a, quite the season for him with 27 touchdowns and only 12 interceptions. He's been slinging it as of recent, especially in the last four or five games, and then they are averaging – with Alexander Madison, Dalvin Cook, and C.J. Hamler fullback, about 146.9 rushing yards per game. Obviously, I mentioned it earlier, Kirk Cousins, 270 for 400, 3,298 passing yards, 27 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions on the ground for them. Arguably one of the best running backs in the league this year. Dalvin Cook, 273 carries, 1,352 yards, and 14 touchdowns. It is worth noting that the Bears only held him to 90 all-purpose yards just a few weeks ago. They did a pretty solid job at containing him when we held the Vikings to only 19 points. Re uh, their leading receiver, second-round pick out of LSU, Justin Jefferson, 65 receptions, 1,078 yards, and seven touchdowns. Look, Parth, it seems like the Vikings are going to have a pretty good day through the air. The Bears missing two of their starting corners. We're going to see Kindleville Door and Duke Shelley fill in. Shelley did a pretty darn good job last week in coverage, filling in for Buster Screen. We're going to get to see a lot of Ville Door. 
Uh, the, the the fifth round pick out of Georgia Southern this week, he's going to see a combination of uh, Adam Thielen, who burned us for two touchdowns last week, and Justin Jefferson. Going to be a big day for Kyle Fuller, a huge day for the Bears' as safeties. Uh, they're going to be seeing a lot of Roof Smith Jr. as well as – Obviously, uh, those two great wide receivers. So taking a look at the rest of the offense, obviously, Adam Thielen has had a great year. Chad Beebe also filling in for some good wide receiver play for them. And then they have a pretty solid offensive line, Riley Reef, Dakota Dozier, Garrett Bradbury. But Parth, you know, when we discussed the Vikings a couple of weeks ago and discussed them this week uh, in, in the one episode we made to meet the opponents, we've said throughout the year that their offense runs through Dalvin Cook, but we have seen better play from Kirk Cousins recently. So what do you think about this Vikings offense heading into week 15? Yeah, like you said, um, we usually do say it runs through Dalvin Cook. But, you know, Kirk Cousins has stepped up recently, even against the Bears on Monday Night Football this this year. You know, I, I thought he played really his well. First Monday Night Football win ever. Yeah, for, first Monday Night win ever, first win against the Bears as, as the Vikings quarterback ever. So, I mean, he played well that game. He took over threw for 292 yards and two touchdowns, and he was targeting Justin Jefferson a lot that game. I see him having a big game, you know, with Jalen Johnson out. Even with Jalen Johnson, Justin Jefferson went off for 135 yards. I don't expect, you know, Duke Shelley or Kendall Vildor to come out and play great defense on him. You know, it's a tough task. He's a really great wide receiver. Um, he's He's been playing well all year, and I think he's going to have a big game for them. And then Dalvin Cook, someone the Bears who have – Stopped recently, um, but I, I I do see Dalvin Cook having another good game. It's gonna be a high scoring game. You know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be opposite of what we've seen from the Bears Vikings. I guess historic historically Bears Vikings games have been low scoring games, but I think this is gonna be a high scoring game between two offenses who found their stride later on in the year. I'd say. Yeah. And you take a look at the Vikings' last five games. They, they've done enough offensively, but they've struggled offensively. Uh, only 14 points last week against Tampa Bay. Jacksonville, they've barely squeaked it out in overtime. Uh, if Joey Sly didn't miss a field goal at the end, they would have lost the Carolina Panthers. And then the week after they played the Bears uh, on November 22nd, they lost to the Dallas Cowboys, who have been a historically bad team since Dak Prescott went down. So should be interesting uh, in this one, but the Bears missing those two corners are going to be bad. I do think they'll be able to bottle up uh, you know, the run game. We're going to have a key kicks in there. Bilal Nichols' play has continued to excel. Roquan Smith, uh, a top-five linebacker in the league this year. I think they'll be able to contain Cook, but uh, the question's going to become, can these guys step in and play good enough defense for the Bears to make stops? Uh, and I'm not too sure how I'm feeling about that. We're going to see how it plays out on Sunday. Let's take a look at Minnesota's defense. On the other hand, they've allowed 27.3 points per game, allowing 385.5 yards to opposing teams, 265.6 yards on average to opposing quarterbacks, 119.9 on the ground. We've seen David Montgomery rush for 100 yards in two of his last three games. The Bears are looking a lot better with Mitchell Trubisky, who's thrown for over 700 yards and seven touchdowns with a passer rating of 103.2 in his last three games. Obviously, them missing Eric Kendricks is going to be huge. I think it's going to be another big game for Montgomery. I think the Bears are going to be able to actually rely on the run. We saw them become one-dimensional and throw the ball a lot with Nick Foles when they played uh, the Vikings just five weeks ago. So, you know, you take a look at the Vikings' defense. I don't know many players on their front seven, Jaleel Johnson. In uh, decent linebackers, you know, we're not going to see uh, Eric Hendricks in there. We'll probably see Hardy Nicholson filling in. Uh, but we'll also see Troy Dye and Eric Wilson. Two solid pieces. You take a look at their secondary. We speak about it week in, week out. Their corners are very young. Jeff Gladney, 
Cameron Dantzler uh, are going to be matched up with Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney. So we'll see if the Bears can have some success through the air and in the play-action game in this one. And then a really solid back end with Harrison Smith and Anthony Harris, uh, one of the better safety duos in the league. Uh, and there might be some bias there for me as well as Parth. Um, but, it, you know, you can't say that it's not one of the best duos in the league. So Parth, uh, you know, Eric Hendricks going down is a really big loss for them. He's great in pass coverage. He's also great at stopping the run. I think he's become one of the better linebackers in the league uh, throughout the last two or three years. Uh, what, <laughs> yeah. what do you think about this Vikings defense? Because I think personally, uh, moving forward, it's going to be a really good unit. They have a lot of young pieces that still need to develop uh, amongst that front seven as well as on the back end. Uh, but what do you think about what they bring to the table? Yeah, and then don't forget about when they get Daniel Hunter back too. You know that this defense definitely has potential. Um, they they're young right now. Um, I think they're developing as we go, especially the corners. But like you mentioned, the safeties are really good. Um, you know, Harrison Smith and uh, <clears throat> Anthony Harris have been playing well for a very long time for the, them, and I think that you got to watch out for those two on the back end. Uh, their corners, Jeff Gladney. I think he's getting better as the. As the season's been getting going along, and then you mentioned Eric Kendricks being out, I think that that means a big game coming up for David Montgomery and Cole Komet. I think the Bears have to find their advantage um, with matching up Cole Komet against linebackers. I think he's much bigger and faster than on the average linebacker, um, and he can break tackles. Uh, we saw that last week on on that on that couple of plays. So I think Cole Komet needs to be lined up against linebackers. So I think hope uh, and then I'll see Dave. I'll probably we'll probably see David Montgomery go off again. Um, I think he he's becoming better and better as we go. The offense line's been improving with Sam Mostafer involved. I think Mitch Trubisky also has helped sparked up to the offense a little bit by saying what he wants to do. I think he personally himself said he wants to get Montgomery more involved, Cole more involved, and Arab more involved. And uh, he's not wrong. If you get those three involved, um, I think your offense has a pretty good chance as they're all three very special and talented players. Especially because whether or not uh, Jimmy Graham plays, he's probably yeah. going to be banged up coming into this one questionable. I would hope that he plays. I feel like a majority of the time this year when the Bears have listed players as questionable, they've been able to make it go. Uh, it was weird seeing Deion Bush and Jalen Johnson downgraded because we haven't really seen that that much this year. But, you know, Eric Kendricks going down, it's going to open up an opportunity for the Bears to look for their tight ends. Obviously, you would assume that they might bring uh, Anthony Harris or Harrison Smith down in the box uh, to cover. But, uh, you know, with, with Kendricks going down, you can look a lot uh, for Cole Komet as well as Jimmy Graham. So let's head into our three key matchups. It's going to be two key matchups because obviously no Jalen in this episode. But I'm going to go first, and it's pretty obvious for me. I mean, I'm sure Parth will talk about something else on the offensive side of the ball. But I'm going to go with David Montgomery. Uh, in his last three games, he's had 288 rushing yards, also three touchdowns uh, in over five yards per carry. And I think that's got to continue this week if the Bears want to have offensive success. We have we saw the run game start off this year pretty solid. Then we saw it pitter out. We've seen it make a little bit of a reemergence here towards the end of the season. And I think you have to get Montgomery the ball. Uh, I said it earlier, the Vikings have been allowing 119 rushing yards per game to opponents. And, uh, you know, we haven't seen much out of Cordero Patterson. Lamar Miller was recently picked up by the Washington football team, so he's no longer here. Uh, David Montgomery is going to have to carry the load in this one. He's had success. 
Parth mentioned it. Mitch Trubisky wants to get him more involved. I think he was a little bit better of a pass catcher with Nick Foles, but he is a better rusher with Mitch Trubisky if you pull out the stats. So David Montgomery is going to have to get involved in this one. He's going to have to pick up some chunk plays. It would nice. It would be nice to see him uh, break one loose for another long touchdown. Do I expect it to happen? No. Uh, but uh, I think you can expect Montgomery to to get more than 20 carries in this one. We only saw him get 11 uh, carries last week uh, against the Houston Texans, and a lot of people were complaining in the second half that he needed to get more involvement. He had 10.3 yards per carry because of the short amount of carries he had and, and, and the big amount of yards that he had on most of his carries, but you're going to have to get him involved in this one. You can't become one-dimensional. And that also includes, uh, and I said it in Meet the Opponents, we never did three key matchups. The run game also includes getting Mitchell Trubisky uh, out and going. You know, Eric Kendricks is a pretty good linebacker in coverage. Uh, you know, one thing that we didn't have with Foles that we have with Trubisky is his scrambling ability. We haven't seen it used a ton since he came back, uh, but definitely keeping it going. And keeping Minnesota guessing is going to be huge uh, if you want to win this one. So uh, my key matchup in this one is going to be getting the run game going primarily with uh, David Montgomery, but also hopefully getting in a special package of plays for Mitchell Trubisky. So, Mark, uh, if you are ready, I'm going to pass it back to you right now. You can agree with me. You can disagree with me. You can say something else. But what do you think uh, is is the key is a key positional matchup that the Bears have to take advantage of this week? I'm going to go with uh, stopping their wide receivers. You know, I think last time the Bears played them, we had a tough time. Like I said, I mentioned earlier, um, you know, Justin Jefferson went off for 135 yards, 16.9 yard average. So he did that on eight catches. Kyle Rudolph also had a big game. I'd expect Irv Smith to be plugged in a lot more this time around. I think he could have a big game on us. That's something the Bears definitely have to watch out for. And then watch out for Adam Thielen. You know, he only had four catches for 43 yards against us last time. But he, those four catches, two of those were for touchdowns. He's been in the red zone threat all year, 12 touchdowns on the year. I think third most for the wide receivers. So you got to watch out for him in the red zone. I think the Vikings do a really good job at scheming their wide receivers open, their tight ends as well. Irv Smith, I think, went over for 63 yards last week. Um, he's definitely coming along in their offense like Cole Komet has been for us, two second-round tight ends. And then... Yeah, I think uh, just watch out for their wide receivers. Uh, don't let Kirk Cousins get too comfortable. Uh, I think last time around we let him get too comfortable on us. The pass uh, rush was non-existent. It was non-existent. Yeah, I think Khalil Mack needs to be shown up. Uh, needs to show if up. If he can def- play, yeah. If, if you I would can assume play. he would, he's been questionable for basically every game this season. And you know, this is my last hope for Robert Quinn. Maybe hopefully he can come in and do something, but I doubt that. But hopefully Akeem Hicks has a big game. You know, he usually finds himself to have big games against Vikings, against the Vikings. So I think he could show up as well. Um, and yeah, I mean that that offense definitely is a little scary this to, to play. I feel like this, the, as this, I I feel like I'm more scared of that offense from now on, and like I wasn't before. Yeah, we didn't respect Kirk Cousins no, before, we did not. but yeah. he was pretty comfortable, uh, you know, playing the Bears when they faced off, uh, I believe, in Week Ten. Uh, you know, the Bears' defense is going to have to step up in this one. One thing we did learn this week earlier that we didn't really make a video on, which we probably should have. We were finishing up finals. This has been a weird week for us, finishing up everything up until Friday. But we're back now. We're back for good, and we're going to keep posting. But, anyways, one thing that we did learn is that Robert Quinn's been dealing with some sort of a uh, turf toe type of thing the entire season. And we've seen in film him having a little bit of trouble getting around the edge. They were saying that he wasn't able to get his foot up, but you know what? It's going to be Roquan Smith's another player that's going to have to show up big time in this game. We saw Roquan uh, when we played the Vikings in week 10, 14 tackles, one sack, 
three tackles for a loss and a QB hit. It's going to be huge that he steps up in this one if the Bears want to give themselves a chance to win. Uh, Khalil Mack also playing is going to be a huge part, so it's it's big that you mentioned that. Uh, so it's time to make our picks. Let's hop right into it. I'm going to start by making my pick. Uh, you take a look at the Bears' last three games. Uh, they've scored 25, they have scored 30, and they have scored 36. That's an average of about 31 points per game, just under, I believe. Uh, I think the Bears are going to be able to do that again this week. I think Mitchell Trubisky has given the team a little bit of a push down the stretch. Uh, winning two in a row has been nice, and I think it's a good thing. And uh, you know what? I think he's going to continue to excel. We saw him getting out of the pocket a ton last week, taking the easy throws, not not forcing it. I, I think he only made probably one or two bad passes throughout that entire Houston Texans game. And this Vikings defense is better than the Texans defense. The Texans were missing so many key pieces last week, uh, and they were a god-awful team anyway. So there might be a lot of false hope within fans, but – uh, you know, this Viking secondary is young. I think he's going to be able to, as he mentioned, get Montgomery more involved, get Komet more involved, get Robinson more involved. I would also like to see Mooney get more involved. We saw Anthony Miller have a little bit more involvement than we've seen in the past last week. Uh, so I think he's going to be able to get his weapons involved. I think he's going to have a pretty good game. Defensively, I'm quite worried uh, about being able to stop the Vikings. You know, I think we did a pretty good job only holding them to 19 last week. Uh, the Vikings have, have been a pretty good offense all year, scoring, as I said earlier, about 26 points per game. Uh, but having those two secondary pieces out worries me. I'm going to pick the Bears in a tight one. Uh, I think I'm going to go 28 uh, to 24 Bears. And uh, you know what? It, it's win or go home at this point. If the Bears don't win this game, uh, the season is definitely over because you would need Arizona as well as Minnesota to lose out with the Bears winning out uh, to be able to make the playoffs. So it's win or go home, and I think the Bears pull it out here in a tight one. Uh, whenever I picked the Bears to win recently, it hasn't very much so gone well. I picked them to lose against the Texans and win against the Lions. So my picks this year have just been god-awful, but uh, I sure hope regardless of the score, if it's 6-3, if it's 51-50, I, I surely hope that the Bears can pull it out this week, and I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, and if I was a better, I would probably bet that it's going to hit the over. So, Parth, uh, before we close this one out, uh, what is your Week 15 pick? Who wins this one and why? And you are muted, my friend. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Bears 34-30. I think uh, like wow, it's going to be a high-scoring match. you got 64. Yeah, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think uh, the Spears offense has showed up the last two weeks. I got, uh, And then I think the Vikings offense is bound to have a big game against us, you know, when you're missing your one of your best corners uh, and then you know, who even got burnt last time when you played them. I think, you know, the Bears secondaries definitely have a tough game this week. Uh, so I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Both teams are going to pour it on. But I think, you know, Trubisky fourth quarter, two minutes, hopefully gets the gears on and then they, we win the game. We saw him do it last uh, year. Yeah. Obviously, it was against Minnesota's backups, but it should be interesting. You know, I think I, however it happens, we can't complain if the Bears win this one, and that's basically the objective. Just win the football game. That's all the Bears need to do in Week 15. Thank you guys so much for tuning into our Week 15 pregame show. That's about it for us. If you would like more content from us, head over to our website, beardown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs to get you guys ready for the Bears' Week 15 matchup with the Minnesota Vikings. We posted a ton of content all week, so if you would like to go check that out, the link is down in the description. If you would like to follow us on social media, we are at Bear Down on Instagram and Twitter. 
We're going to be announcing a very big Christmas giveaway next week, uh, giving away some pretty cool stuff to multiple winners before uh, Christmas time and hopefully getting those shipped out right around uh, the holiday, if not after, so you guys can get that stuff by New Year's. It's going to be a free giveaway to enter. You guys have given us such an incredible platform in 2020. We want to give back to you guys, so we're going to be announcing those giveaways on social media very soon, so be sure to check us out on those platforms, and we will be doing that very soon. And finally, you can find the links to both of our social media pages down in the description, Instagram and Twitter. Parth and I both very active on both platforms. It's a great way to interact with us and see our thoughts on other sports, our thoughts on things going on outside of the Bears, uh, definitely worth checking out. So be sure to check everything out down in the description. Parshaw, week 15 is already here. This NFL season has absolutely flown by. I, I, I can't even believe that we're already approaching the end, but uh, easily the biggest game of the year coming up tomorrow. We're going to be live streaming for it. So any last words before we sign out? Yeah, like you said, it's the biggest biggest game of the year. Um, the Bears definitely have to show up big time in this one. Um, I I hope they do. I think they will. Um, I think the one thing about Matt Nagy is getting the most out of his players, and I think uh, I think it's time to do that. Um, this team has disappointed us most, most like I'd say the last couple of weeks of the season, but I think it's time to turn it around. I think last week they had a great week, uh, and I think they got to build on that. I think they can. Yeah. And it all comes down to week 15. Can the Bears get back to 500? We shall see. We're going to be live streaming on our YouTube channel, whether you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you head over to our social media, you'll be able to visit our website and find a link to our YouTube channel. It's a lot of fun in our live streams. We answer your guys' questions. We do play-by-play commentary. Uh, and we might do a small giveaway as well. We haven't done it in the past weeks. But we also haven't streamed a game that the Bears have won. Uh, so we'll see about that. Uh, if the bears win, we'll probably do a small giveaway, uh, but be sure to come join the live stream. It'll be a lot of fun and hopefully Jalen will be in there as well. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in and for the continuous support all year and all season. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe and bears fans as always do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.